0: is a six foot tall (laughs) eight-year-old who loves guns
1: hey roaches i'm todd tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary i scour second-hand stores searching for interesting artifacts useful unusuals trendy trinkets cool collectibles and good garbage each week for the show i take a guest second-hand shopping after we gather a thrift haul we record an episode based on our findings I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? of thrifty podcast secondhand shopping for worm people i'm your host toddy and after a week break i am back on my grind this week we have a full cast of characters on the thrifty couch first and foremost back in his corner with the bumblebee pittsburgh steelers pillow all cuddled up looking like he's about to be cold welcoming back to the show Brick Body Kid Zone, Shane Becker, is here. Every time
2: you introduce me, I wave to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I don't know why I do that. Well, it's between us and us. It's yeah. between you and I. It's a silent little, you
1: know, cue. It's a human connection. Though. You know, it's like a hug, but in the air. So how have you been since your last, uh, your, your last visit to the Thrifty Couch and on the show? I'm still cold.
2: Still cold? Still cold. All day? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Your um, vents...
3: I've realized
2: now when your vents are under your couch are on, it's like an ankle warmer, mm-hmm. and it circulates through my body. Well, it ain't it, a bad time. It's weird
1: that you say, because I think we all could agree here. If you would have to say my house is warm or cold, I think you would go more so on the cold side. Would it's that cold. be fair to say? It's very mm-hmm. cold.
2: Which leads you to believe, why is Pittsburgh so mean to you in terms of your electric bill?
1: My uh, my bill For this apartment, for said heat, $489.
2: And it is frigid in here, and none of the lights are on.
1: So there is an issue. You'd have to say there's an issue somewhere.
2: Hana looks
1: mad. Yeah, Hana is here. What the fuck? Hana Pape, welcome back to the show. Hey,
0: okay, what? Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's what I'm dealing with here in, in, in Pittsburgh. Every month? Not every month, it was like your average about sixty to seventy, okay. just a regular okay. thing. And yeah. I got my last bill, and my last bill billed me for two months. In each month, it was about two hundred and eighty nine dollars. So it Why? is four hundred over four hundred dollars. per two months and I have yet to figure it out and since you're visiting from LA I haven't had the opportunity to make a call and and be like I'm mad at this (laughs) so it's something that I'm looking into but since then that's why I've put the heat even down less and a problem that I thought could be occurring is I had an air conditioning in the window so I'm like maybe the air is coming out there so I put the air conditioning on the ground
2: so that's why there's an air
1: conditioning unit yeah right here on the ground
2: (laughs) We drove past the Columbia Gas guy yesterday, and you looked at him like he was a narc.
1: <laughs> he is a narc.
2: <laughs> Their squad is char- overcharging
1: me for hot air. I don't even care for hot air.
2: I don't care. For Are it. you the one that's always cold? Then
1: I'm maybe always, you're just used to it. I'm always cold. It's not that I'm not always cold. It's just that I don't care that I am. Like if you, if that's it's, very punk rock of you. Thank you. I, oh my gosh, that makes me tear up. But um. <laughs> I wear shorts in like tanks pretty much year-round with no shoes in Didn't this like house it. and the <laughs> bottom of my feet since I have like old hard wooden floors it's I just you're gonna say old hard wooden feet Me too. old old hard wooden feet that the floor stuff gets on my feet so I like, the bottom of my feet just oh. have like a dirt pad on them oh. and that's kind of how I'm showing I live. your ass <laughs> and that's <laughs> how I kind of live as a 32 year old happy Valentine's Day <laughs> everyone <laughs> So, yes, we are here with (gasps) Hanna Pape all the way from L.A. I think this is your third show. It is. It is. Um, And we've known each other for... um, Five years, bro. Five to six years, depending. Five to six years, depending. Five to six years, depending. And we originally met it online, where everybody (gasps) meets. Online's the best place. I think we both agree. Oh, yeah. We went
0: over this last time. It's... It's the
1: best place. There's everything on it. If anybody is online, you'll know you can find
2: anything. It's all the stuff. I think everything can be found online. Yeah, pretty much everything. Including
1: friendship. Friendship Friendship. could be found online. Shane and I had the
2: opportunity to do in-person things.
1: We met in person as friends. That is
0: really weird to me.
1: And Hana, weird to me. And and Hana, you
2: know me. To me, it's weird. It's it's not not. weird. It's weird. Generally speaking, speaking, I'm putting words in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. honestly. We
0: discussed this last time.
2: In terms of episodes, this is our year for anniversary. Yes, this is our year for anniversary. I met you the day before Valentine's Day, which is today. Really? Is today the day before Valentine's Day? I don't know. Well, this episode drops Sunday, so it's irrelevant. It's Thursday, the 13th, and today, one year ago, is when I gave you stuff out of the back of my car.
1: That's pretty cool. (laughs) And so. Yeah, Hannah and I are from uh, the internet, and we don't
2: really ever meet anyone. Michaela, who's also here today, and I are from the internet, kinda.
1: Michaela, who's going to be a guest producer, Shane's partner Michaela, is going to be a guest producer for a segment on children from the 50s. So that's that's something to look forward to. But we should hop right in to the first thrift find of this week. And we were deciding, because we have a pretty decent thrift haul to go over today, so we were thinking about... Uh, the most uh, Pittsburgh-based knowledge, because again, this this show records in Pittsburgh. So, what we're gonna take a look at? Cocaine. Cocaine stuff <laughs> to start off the show today. So, in uh, what we have here is a plush pirate parrot mascot plushie that is signed from the mid '80s. Signed from- by the pirate parrot. It says the pirate parrot on it. He has his own autograph on his own tummy. And for those unfamiliar with MLB professional baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates are the the baseball team of us, and we suck eggs. And we kind (laughs) of always sucked (laughs) eggs before. Um, We have uh, a few good years where we did something. But uh, in the 80s, uh, it's a very, very Pittsburgh we just got really into, like, cocaine. Um, we weren't good at anything, so we just decided— the whole MLB got into cocaine. It's
3: relatable.
1: It's relatable, so the MLB got into cocaine. And the reason why we're talking about that, because the pirate parrot plush that we have, the pirate parrot of that era was known to be a part— of those folks who were buying... Someone say like almost the head of it. The head of the distribution. Kingpin. The kingpin parrot the King of parrot. the cocaine industry of uh, Major League Baseball. So, Shane, we're going to be talking about the Pittsburgh drug trials. Held they, in Pittsburgh. Held in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and um, so the pirate parrot and um, 11 players were suspended... Um, for yeah soliciting uh, cocaine deals, buying, selling, distributing, doing. and it's one of the biggest baseball scandals of all time. Um, six were eventually convicted for 11 counts of dr- dis- mm-hmm. distribution.
2: I think one of those players was Ronnie Lott. Yes. Ronnie Lott went through the Pittsburgh drug trials and then all of the general managers annexed him and like we're like, we're not gonna sign this guy. And the only team that signed him were the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. Um, The next year after, Ronnie Lott was pissed because all the owners were mean to him. The next year, <laughs> the next year. When you're pissed because someone's <laughs> mean to you. The next year, Ronnie Lott had the best war, which is a baseball stat to show you how good you are. So the higher the number is, the better you are. Mm-hmm. He had the best war out of any professional baseball player since 1990, 1900. So would you say that, Coke makes you better at baseball would you say maybe co- the crash makes you better at baseball or just not being on it hmm. after you get pissed off that you were
0: mm, i think i think coke probably makes you better at it i think anything i think coke probably makes you better absolutely
2: at it. running jumping mm-hmm. thinking yeah. throwing yeah hitting mm-hmm. oh yeah uh glove catching glove catching yeah. with gloves for glove <laughs> fans fans <laughs> of <laughs> gloves for Catchy.
1: fans of catching the ball comes glove yeah. catching So uh, does anybody want to speak on doing cocaine at all?
0: I think I'm the only one who can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you have done cocaine. In
0: retrospect, I've talked about it with people who, who do cocaine. And apparently I was doing some shit. Was cut with some bad shit.
1: Really? Yeah. What year would this be? Allegedly. Oh, okay.
0: Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, I was 15 years old.
2: Fuck. <sighs> I didn't see that coming. That's allegedly <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's allegedly wild.
0: Allegedly, I was 15 years old, and I was allegedly in a in a park bathroom.
2: Allegedly. Allegedly. Why is that like? Why is <laughs> the main place for? Said drug to be done is a bathroom. Oh, because there's
0: a lot of ceramic surfaces, right? If you you don't want a smooth surface because it's it's finely ground powder. We're course.
2: trying to say allegedly, and you're like, well, allegedly, you know when it's you a powder. when you fucking <laughs> bust it up on the fucking yeah, because obviously <laughs> do not
1: do cocaine. <laughs> do not unless do you, anything but unless love you want to feel like and a beautiful genius. Water. You felt
2: like a beautiful genius yeah, allegedly.
0: If, if you want to feel like a beautiful genius, you should do you should do cocaine. No, you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> just a little. We should have um, a no,
2: you shouldn't, but.
0: <laughs> we'll let her
2: finish. Go ahead.
0: Uh, if you, oh, anyway. So allegedly, I was in a park bathroom. Allegedly, I was 15. Felt like a beautiful genius <laughs> uh, for a good meh, 45 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. until my mom picked me up. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Until my mom picked me up and then went to the store.
1: Yikes! And,
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, mom, can I just stay in the car?" She was like, yeah, sure. And then I started feeling very bad. Yeah. I started feeling really, really bad. I felt like I had ants inside me.
2: Hi, Aunt Toddy.
1: Whoa.
0: I felt like I had bugs, like, crawling inside my muscles. So
1: in Pittsburgh, the drug trials were in September of 1985. So I would have been negative two years old because I was born in 87. I was negative 10. Ooh. And then I, uh, I remember growing up. Uh, so I grew up in like the early '90s, and I remember my dad telling me about the pirate parrot and how he was involved in the cocaine scandal. And he thought it was
0: hilarious. It is hilarious. It <laughs> is <laughs> it's funny. really, really funny. I just,
2: you know, how they like <laughs> flump out their stomachs, storing their little like bits that they do on the field where they like kind of twerk with their stomachs a little bit. Yeah, Imagine the mascot has like a hula hoop built in. Yeah, so he just—it's like, just full of cocaine. Whoa, that's the whole time. Probably, maybe. Do you think that the, the pirate parrot was also on cocaine? Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it would help.
0: But it as, would help
1: as the pirate parrot was mascoting as a mascot. Do you think that he ever, in the mascot costume, distributed something? Maybe in the costume.
2: That's
0: exactly what I was picturing. That's Which is why I, it's really funny. That's immediately what I was picturing. There's just
2: like a trap door and some like the guy, stomach of it. a
0: fucking parrot, like hiding in a dark corner,
1: mm-hmm. like, hey, with a hold a hoop tummy, hey. quietly dancing. And he's hey. a giant green parrot with a baseball cap and a beak. It's not exactly
2: the most like, I don't know, <laughs> like it's hiding in plain sight. Oh, it's like when he eats tactic. your head, he actually just puts cocaine in your mouth. It's it's
1: it's hiding in plain sight. Yes. So I think Hana got it right. So you'd probably assume that he's done one or two deals in that costume. Maybe at least four.
2: Yeah, I, I like would. Pirate parrot aesthetically, the one that we have, the plush kind of looks like it is on cocaine. Yeah, and in the plush itself, yes, as I mentioned, it's a it's a green bird. It has a yellow beak,
1: yellow hands, and yellow claw feet. And on his tummy, it says the pirate parrot. And his eyes are next sideways. sideways nuts. They kind of look like if my eyes were on the side of my head, (laughs) is what they look like. And um, but uh, the pirate parrot, at least to this point, doesn't wear glasses. But he sure definitely has a pirate. Why would you
0: say they look like your eyes, Todd? Because my
1: eyes look all bug-eyed like this. Only they're not like he. The pirate parrot here has like horse eyes. I don't have horse eyes. I have horse eyes. You have donkey eyes. I have donkey (laughs)
0: eyes. (laughs)
1: Right. So I have donkey eyes. We all know it. Um, But this was actually made by the uh, BJ Toy Company, and I actually have several plushes from the 80s that I also found at the Goodwill Outlet Bins from this era. And BJ Toy Company, um, they were interesting because in the 80s, they basically made all fucking plush things everywhere, every single day. They had a monopoly, as you're saying. They had a monopoly. So this was – like Major League Baseball, of course, was in bed with the BJ Toy people. Um, So that was the first – Item On the finds today uh, We have a bunch of different ones But if we want to keep it in the sports spectrum Do we want to go to our uh, sign? It's time chain? to get quiet It's time to get quiet uh, What we have here Is our second find of the episode Is from the Nemecolon Woodland Resort uh, Sponsored by 84 Lumber The Wood Store um, A PGA Tour quiet sign uh, that we think is from the year 2000 to 2002 they roughly go for about 20 to 25 dollars but if you're unfamiliar with the famous sport of golf when a golfer is golfing and they're about to hit the ball they're about to drive the ball there is somebody who holds up a cardboard
2: sign that says quiet quiet Shut the fuck up, you stupid fucking idiots! (laughs) And so if if
1: somebody's teeing off, you want to make sure that you are quiet while doing it. And at the Goodwill Outlet bins, we found a sign
2: from that said PGA Tour. I think we should just bring it every time we go.
1: So Shane, you proposed the idea when the new bins are coming out at the Goodwill Outlet to raise up the quiet sign. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) so you can concentrate. Um, And it's signed. signed. It's signed. It's signed in red sharpie. Um, about uh, yeah, somewhere near the top. But and
3: who
1: we do not know. Shane has some guesses. What were your guesses? This is who's Brian Gay. Brian Gay could be this golfer here. Something maybe Jay something could be that as well. So we don't really exactly know.
0: Can I take a peek? Yeah.
1: Take Brian
2: a Gay pe- is a real golfer. Brian Gay he finished forty fifth in two thousand two. Mm, so hana's no. taking a look at this mm. i don't think they would have the guy that ho- holds up the sign sign it because is that guy important this is nothing <laughs> let's discuss is, <laughs> that guy, is that guy's job <laughs> important or not? <laughs> discuss. but is he important enough to sign something that would
1: be interesting if like you are the sign guy and you're just like look this is my career i'm gonna sign this and give it out like to do that
0: want to see if i can give this okay i think it's honest i think the first letter is a w
2: Yes, it's either W or J, or B mm. for some reason. It's not a B. It's not a B. Mm-mm. The
0: second, the last name B, or a J.
2: So the golfers
1: of that era that were pretty damn good at golf. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Ernie Els. Ernie Els. Um, Phil Mickelson, a known ass golfer, he had 24 PGA Tour victory wins. And so, this PGA tour, which is what this uh, quiet sign is from, he's got the most. He's got 24 whole thingies. Um, there's also VJ Singh. Didn't VJ J Singh,
2: Singh end up being like a stupid idiot for some reason? Didn't he do something when he's drunk? Probably. I feel like that's the norm. It's either you do something when you're drunk or you do something when you're. Driving or both, <laughs> and that's what you do if you're
1: a golfer. Those yeah. are the those are the crimes. You do, do driving crimes and drunk crimes.
0: Do golfers like wild out? Oh well, Tiger I don't fucked. Think so yeah, Tiger fucked. Yeah,
1: I
2: don't think he fucked more. So he was just not okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's just like a, a dumb head. I would say, quote unquote. Yo, it um, here's a good one for you, Shane. The PGA <laughs> Tour in the early 2000s. You remember a golfer by the name of Retief Goosen. Uh, no.
2: Retief Goosen. That sounds like your server at the Hofburg House.
1: Yeah. Well, he also not only uh, served at the Hofbrauhaus, House, but he also has seven PGA Tour victories. Mm, he really um, do be Goosen. Uh, Retief Goosen. Uh, how about, Shane? I'm going to hit you with this Jim Furick. That's energy. a good one. Fun
2: last name. Can I try to spell it? Jim Furick? F Y U R K? No. F Y R K? No.
0: Can I try? Yes. F E.
2: No. Fuck. No. What is it? F U R Y K. I knew there was a Y.
1: So it's it's in there. Um, I'm gonna hit you with the Angel
2: Cabrera. Sounds piece. like a baseball player. I always thought it was a baseball player until I watched golf once. <laughs> Watching golf once. <laughs> like you go over for like I don't know, your grandfather's like birthday in June and golf is on. And Angel Cabrera. And Angel Cabrera's at the tee. There's a video of Angel Cabrera driving a golf ball, and someone yelling "mashed potatoes" right after he drives I the golf I ball. I could put that in. I could put that in the commercials of the episode. In the the yeah, the announcer guy he goes, "Did somebody just say mashed potatoes?" That's <laughs> pretty very funny.
1: good. I I I do enjoy that. Um, so I went to uh this stupid art school that's now a Comcast cable building, and it was in Western PA, and it was about like six or seven miles from what we know here is the oakmont uh, country club country club mm-hmm. with oakmont country club being by my school and we were all poor art kids we used to like to uh like throw uh things into the golf course that's when just
2: we'd... that's college yeah
1: that's some college shit right there's there. a lot
2: of sand at oakmont so we
1: would get we would get um, like f- like cheap fast food, and as we' drive by, we would just merely throw it over the fence mm. And that was pretty much the highlight of college for me. My
2: highlight of my day yesterday was I was on Facebook. We're talking about throwing food. Yeah, there's a picture of a tractor trailer. That got its window smashed because someone threw a freezer bag full of spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> off an overpass at it. <laughs> and you open it up. I just saw the pictures and didn't read the caption and it's red everywhere inside the cabin of that truck. I was like, did someone die? If it was just would spaghetti and meatballs. bust the window, I would assume that it could kill you. You're welcome. Absolutely. Imagine being killed by spaghetti and meatballs. Imagine being killed. Imagine just dying. <laughs> Imagine dying on the road. Now I want spaghetti and meatballs. Now I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> On the road. Um, no. Cocaine, spaghetti and meatballs, baby. Um, what an episode we have for you this week. <laughs> and welcome to another EpiFan. <laughs> welcome to another Epi fan. Next, we got Super Mario Brothers movie featuring yeah. Bowser, featuring Mario, <laughs> featuring <laughs> Luigi. Koopa Troopas, you got them. Spike. Said, you said Luigi? Yeah. Huh? Luigi. Did you say Luigi? Yeah, I said Luigi. Oh. We're going to talk about Luigi. Yo.
1: It's the Super Mario Brothers. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So, what we're looking They're at. related. And this is it. <laughs> <laughs> the next item on the show today, as Shane mentioned, that we found at the Goodwill outlet is the Super Mario 1993 fantasy comedy film. Um, and it was written by the husband and wife duo of Rocky Morton and, Anima- and Annabelle Jangle. <laughs> Jangle. <laughs> and um, uh, for Mario fans. Fans of Mario. And this coming out in 1993. This is like when the Mario surge was first up. The Super Mario Brothers movie, um, it originally came out to nothing because it was very little like the game itself. It tried to uh, uh, like put the characters in an actual reality of New York City.
2: As Michaela said, it's basically just Ocean's Eleven.
1: It's Ocean's Eleven with Italian plumbers. Um, what's cool about this is um, there is an interdimensional portal that they all enter called Dino Hatton. And in Dino Hatton, it takes them basically from the real world of New York City into this strange world of Dino Hatton. Is that because Yoshi is a dinosaur? Well, the Koopas. Oh, yeah, they're
2: dinosaurs. The Koopas. Mm -hmm. So
1: they basically went to the Koopa world because Mario and his friends basically battle the Koopas the whole time. And then you find out Daisy is this magical princess. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing of that thing. But uh, Hanna, if you want to take this time to express your feelings on Luigi of the Super Mario Brothers franchise, are you horny for Luigi? No, like
2: you want know am? what I was just doing. Yeah, I wanted to. So,
1: okay.
0: So I, uh, I was, <laughs> I was trying to look up some like Mario and Luigi porn, because that would be funny. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, it would wasn't be cool. funny. <laughs> it's Not funny.
2: Mario and Luigi pornography. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Bro, did you include funny in your Google search? No. <laughs> Can you search? Funny Mario Luigi porn. I
0: don't think. So. I don't. Oh. This, is oh, this is a wild mess. Oh, <laughs> this is a mess,
1: dude. The Super Mario Brothers uh, movie on the front cover. It says, "This ain't no game. It's a live-action thrill ride." And the back of it reads, "Eye-popping special effects." Apparently, buckle up. so is the porn. This buckle is a mess. Buckle up and hang tight. The discovery of a parallel universe launches you into the adventure of a lifetime. Mario and Luigi. Two wacky plumbers undertake a oh, daring quest God. to save a princess in Dino Hatton, a hidden world where the inhabitants evolved from dinosaurs. Mario faces deadly challenges from a diabolical lizard king who's played by a Dennis Hopper and must battle giant reptilian Goombas. Outwit misfit thugs and undermine a sinister scheme to take over the world. It sounds like a day of mine at Coons Grocery Store. Um, Blast off for nonstop excitement with Super Super Mario Brothers, the live-action thrill ride that dazzles moviegoers everywhere. And it tanked at the box office, so it didn't do what it said. Oh, my God. So that was a, that was a find by Shane himself. It's a little impure now, but it's okay. It's a little impure more than it was, or but impure. with the Super Mario Brothers franchise, um It only made $48 million. Yeah, which is a not lot of money but not as much that it was spent on. No. So, but uh that was uh that was the Super Mario Brothers 1993 film on VHS that Shane found for me at the Goodwill outlet. And now we're going to the, the at least the main event of Act 1. Um, this is one of those one-of-the-kind unique finds that you probably wouldn't find twice because it would be near impossible. Um, so what we have in front of us, it's from 1957. It is a Living Today workbook, and it's for children to, uh, to develop life skills. So um, the children in 1957 were obviously taught a little bit different than the way children are taught today. Um, milk was uh, very important and, and everybody was uh, basically white unfortunately. But uh, Shane's <laughs> partner, Michaela, has uh, has come here to uh, guest produce this segment because we just have a bunch of weird drawings um, of children in a, a life skills book. So Michaela, what did we find about this 1957 book?
3: So after I've read this book, learned a lot about Florence. This child's name is Florence.
1: The main character of main this. Main character.
3: Yeah. Probably about seven years old, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um Florence has some I don't want to say loose morals, mm-hmm. but Florence <laughs> lives on the edge. Florence, Florence kicks loose. ass. <laughs> Um, Florence is awesome. Florence is wild and out. So for starters, the first few chapters were about like daily routines and whatnot. And um, Florence has three pets, birds, turtles and fishes, plural, plural fishes. And so the question was, if Florence gave the pets some breakfast, the answer is no. Florence does not feed the pets. The pets (laughs) do not eat.
1: At least not at breakfast. Not at
3: breakfast. No breakfast for the pets. Mm -hmm. Um, The one question was if Florence helps her mother. She does not help her mother. Never Mm -hmm. helps her mother. No. Um, This is where it gets interesting. So Florence last year was less than three inches tall. Florence is currently three inches tall.
1: So some growth spurts here.
3: But... But there was a growth chart where Florence had to monitor her height and her weight. In September, she was three feet tall. <laughs> December, she hit a bit of a growth spurt and grew to four feet tall. Cool. By March, five feet tall. <laughs> and by June, Florence was six feet tall. Good for Florence, So Florence, man. keep in mind.
1: A six feet tall eight-year-old.
3: <laughs> backtrack, backtrack to when Florence was only three inches tall a year ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she really kind of uh, she hit her
3: stride around like june 69 inches
2: in like a year
3: nice Florence drank her fucking milk
1: yeah and and so a lot of this this workbook is basically asking children basic questions or like oh if this happens what would you do so that's when Michaela was ex- like describing what this kid would say yes or no choices so there yeah, was, there was were like a lot yes of or no
3: choice questions um, the one question wait no this was a tip the one tip was whenever you're crossing the street you should look to your right to your left and then look behind you before crossing the street which i personally found interesting because if you're crossing (laughs) forward why would you look behind yourself murderers just in case you never know
1: (laughs) better safe than sorry
3: exactly um chapter nine was just about milk chapter 19 (laughs) cool fresh milk those we very important milk, milk chapters <laughs> a whole chapter about milk plenty of milk um let's there's see. there's
1: safe ways the thing that i found was safe ways to act in a car so <laughs> like when your dad definitely not your mom driving it has to be your dad <laughs> in a suit and tie because that's how the picture um, to church. so uh this one says sometimes father takes the family for a ride and billy and jane know how to ride in a car they sit and talk without making too much noise. They do not play with the lock or open the door. They do not stand up or jump around. They keep their heads and hands inside the car. They play games about what they see. The 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 children stand, sit in the car. They do not play with the lock. They keep their and, and it just repeats, but this time when they go through it again, all the the the, the most important parts are bolded. And, uh, Michaela, you had said that you had found on the bottom of this page, in noisy, quiet is both bold, it says they play noisy, quiet games. (laughs) I identify with that.
3: Quite the oxymoron. (laughs) I just don't know what that means. I can't think of any noisy, quiet games, personally. Not in a car. That is true. It starts out quiet and then it gets noisy. (laughs) Indeed. Um, Oh, one of my favorites. It was an A or B. Um, choice the question was the children are playing a game should one of them a hide in a s- safe place or b hide in the ice box you want to know what florence chose take a guess ice box indeed ice box it is
1: <laughs> safe space or ice box
3: what if the ice box is your safe space
1: well for florence it, ap- it apparently <laughs> apparently is. it is it apparently is um
3: there were a lot of questions about playing safe you know different mm-hmm. environments of which you'd be safe and not safe and from my data i gathered <laughs> that florence plays with okay okay hold on i need to backtrack there was a question whether or not florence played with toy guns or real guns she originally circled toy guns erased it and then chose real guns florence <laughs> is so, a six foot tall eight-year-old
0: who was, loves guns was, <laughs> who hides in the ice box <laughs>
3: she's a six
2: foot tall eight-year-old but how much does she weigh? At oh, you're right. Oh. She <laughs>
3: <laughs> you are correct. The only she weighs 55. There were no units, so I cannot confirm Fifty-five. if that's pounds. But she Fifty-five. weighs 55. <laughs> she weighs 55 <laughs> something at the moment. Um, which, she only weighed 52 in September, so she now weighs 55. 55 <laughs> we, of
1: whatever the 52 was. We love growth.
3: And So Florence not only plays with real guns, but the one question was whether or not she sticks her fingers in electrical sockets while playing. The answer was yes, certainly. Why not?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Maybe that's the key to growth.
1: Yeah. It's like if you need to grow, you just like put your finger in a socket and then boom, you're 55 of something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 55 um. energy. <laughs> Joules. Yeah. Joules. <laughs> um, I thought this was interesting here. Um, there is a page that's uh, a care with fire page. So if you get burnt, like what you do. And um, it says here on it that, um, and this is written in by the child from 1957, soda is good for a burn.
3: I saw that too.
1: (laughs) So if you ever get burned, just put some soda on it. You
3: have so much Mountain Dew there. You are prepared. Yeah, I
1: have. (laughs) The reason why I drink so much Mountain Dew is because I'm low-key afraid of being burned. So I just throw it on there and everything like that. It also, I use it for ADHD. Acid <laughs> reflux, not
3: today. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not.
1: Um, more safe ways. Um, in this picture that I'm looking at, it's a little boy sitting next to an open window, and underneath it says, is this a safe thing to do? Circle yes or no. Um, I will say that every child um, used on this piece of paper is wearing an orange shirt. Um, so it is not a safe thing to do. There's another picture of, of a little boy handing a giant knife
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> over
1: to his mom, and it says, is this a safe what thing to do?
3: Florence said, certainly.
1: And said, yes. Um, Is this a safe thing to do? There's a child hanging out by the stove and there's steaming pots on the stove. Yes,
3: under the boiling pot.
1: Under the boiling pot. Is this a safe thing to do? And the answer is yes. Do you know what would
3: save Florence from that situation?
1: What would save Florence?
3: Milk from Chapter 19. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: the interesting part about Chapter 19, it comes full circle because um, there is a cat drinking milk. And Florence oh. is using the milk to wipe up a stain here. And it says, is this a safe thing to do? And the answer is yes. You we
3: call that inferencing milk. in the <laughs> English world.
1: So Florence could do a several different things. But this book is from 19... 19- Fifty-seven, and i think you said that you uh you might use it for a, a little college dissertation or something so here it is <laughs> i'm so, gonna
3: definitely bring it into one of my college classes this week so i learned so much from this
1: from 1957 um what's a shame is like a lot of those things you see some parallels even with like kids today um but i guess back then is a little bit different but what sucks about boomers is this is what they were taught and now they're freak people <laughs> and fortunately, like uh, generations beyond boomers have kind of realized, like, nah, maybe not, milk. maybe not milk. Maybe not. Maybe milk, milk doesn't save the day per se. Um, so that was our our thrift haul for today. Um, so we had the pirate parrot plush from the mid '80s. We have the PGA Tour quiet sign from the early 2000s. Uh, we also have the Super Mario Brothers film from 1993, um, and then we also have the uh, Life Choices and Kids Learning book, uh, Living Today, from 1957. When we come back, uh, Shane, we're going to be talking about some clothes. Little little A little bit of beach A little bit of beach A
2: little bit of show off your guns
1: show off your guns wear and we found these two items of clothing From from the 80s from two separate goodwill thrift finds and they scream anyone have beer
2: does anyone have beer so
1: we'll be back after a quick commercial break we're gonna hop into item origin this is thrifty podcast stay tuned
3: Sounding thing. Oh, looky, grub. Come here, little buddy. We'll put him back in there when we're done. That's oh, strange. I have to get my pinpoint on this one. There it is, I think. It's crunching right there. Yeah, something big in iron. See it? It's a cannonball. it's definitely not the electric line, but it could be oh. It was <laughs> some type of line. I don't know what that is. Looks like an old pipe of some sort. But no-
2: Whoa, dude. Look, it's a cave. Well, that's freaky. That's freaky.
1: Welcome back to the second act of Thrifty. Uh, and this act... Uh, The pieces from this act are actually found from two different thrift halls... And, Shane, we have been, I guess you could say, as a part of the, the Brick Body Shop, we have been finding some pretty cool things lately. Would you agree, disagree, or no opinion? We've
2: definitely flipped the switch. We flipped the switch. We found some tool merchandise. We found some oh tool. We found yeah, Hana was
1: there. We found some tool no. merchandise. We found some band
2: merch, awesome, baby. Mm-hmm. So um, Late Latilolos.
1: Nope. Lateralist
0: Again (laughs) We
1: (laughs) said lateralists. But as a part of the show We've been uh, We always change up the second act And we are going uh, And this is a very important Edition of this segment For the second act of the show We are going to be hitting up Item Origin
3: item origin Origin.
1: now for new listeners to the show item origin we find something in the goodwill outlet bins and we surmise how it ended up in the goodwill outlet bins and provide maybe some back history and a lot of the times we have no knowledge of these products and we just use hyperbole to connect the dots so for item origin as i mentioned before We have two different pieces from two different thrift halls. And uh, both of
2: them, ironically, are from the Party Zone, baby. And they both (laughs) feature Taz from the Looney Tunes' college dropout brother, Chaz. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what we
1: have in front of us, uh, we have two white cut-off sweatshirts. Each sweatshirt has a Tasmanian Devil bootleg lookalike little brother Chaz on it. And um, wearing beach gear, his tongue is so out that it's touching his belly button in some. And one of them, he's straight up drooling super hard because he has beer, the alcohol in each hand. Uh, So the first one, he has pink sunglasses on. He has one beer in his hand. It's bubbling out the top. It says, party zone and he's wearing sandals this is the one that shane and i found together now when we were out hana shane and i were out at the bins yesterday and a man in a in a backwards, sideways hat and long hair and beard came over and only specifically talked to one of us and it was shane (laughs) shane um and he was nice enough to give us uh the other piece which was the beer in two hands um, guy with the tongue out, and it says underneath the graphic, just
2: do me. Fuck me, baby, right now. Right now. With beer, the Anyone alcohol. Anyone
1: have beer? So um, for item origin, we're going to surmise how these two items ended up at the Goodwill outlet. Shane, I know that you had put on one of these. And I s- look
2: pretty ripping in
1: it. Yeah, and since you're jacked as fuck and could beat up anyone i've ever met for
2: sure first
1: round ko um you wore the first cut cut off sweatshirt and how did
2: it feel on your body soft soft it has like that um almost sorta the ceiling material from like the 80s asbestos it has (laughs) like that you know like that bumpy grainy texture inside of it asbestos I, I call
0: it fleece <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah that too but it's what it looks like is what matters um so, um, so yeah so it often was soft it's thin
1: often we sell clothes that are made out of asbestos yeah <laughs> a little secret a little bat shit yeah so shane how do you think these ended up in the
2: goodwill what do you think the stories of these two cutoff sweatshirts are so that's where you get me because i didn't think i was gonna go first you want um, me to go first? No, I want to go first. Okay. Uh, So, they're from the 80s, right? Yeah. I think, hey, you're at the beach. I don't think this was your typical college kid. Hmm. I'm going to say this was someone's fucking dad. Whoa. Maybe some guy named Greg. Okay. Maybe some guy named Terry. I would say Terry. <laughs> okay. Terry didn't go to Myrtle Beach. Didn't go to Hilton Head. Didn't go anywhere like that. Terry went To Raccoon State Park. Whoa, where is that located? Raccoon State Park is in Allegheny National Forest in like west central PA.
1: Oh, okay. No, where you, yeah. I okay. think
2: Terry was, least just from the you know, out there from uh-huh. the sticks. Some would say Terry's probably Republican, that's fine. That's <laughs> okay. But Qua, a qu- Shane quote, Terry's probi- probably a Republican, comma. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the lightest sense. Sure. Um he probably saw just do me, this one. I'm talking about this one specifically and was like, ha ha Sex <laughs> <laughs> Um, bought it, uh, probably cut it up, wore it to you know, you go out to the lake, mm-hmm. you see some I don't know, fish. Yeah. Maybe uh Duck or two, a duck, a goose, a duck or two. Um, so I'm thinking that's the Just Do Me shirt was some dad named Larry just bought it, yeah, and then donated it. Eventually, when he died, wow. How did he die? <laughs> wow, wow. No. Terry's <laughs> dead. <laughs> 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 Terry's um, dead. I think the other one, definitely a beach. Yeah, had to have been a beach. I'm thinking like Jersey beaches. I'm thinking New Jersey. Some Italian guy, maybe Antonio owned it. Whoa. Antonio loves the beach and spaghetti and meatballs. Um damn. And I think i don't see any spaghetti stains, though. I know. He kept it clean on the he beach. Kept it clean on the beach. For, for whatever he wanted to do, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I think this shirt... Has been worn for one summer because the, fa- the graphic on that one is not as faded as the Just Do Me one. The Just Do Me one is, is yeah, a bit ripped. more thrashed. It's like very cool thrashed, but the other one is this like straight up cut off. Yep. I'm going to show off my muscles and biceps and triceps and quadriceps. So you that's know all the legs. muscles.
1: That's not – if here's the first thing of making your muscles big. You know where they're located I and what they do. I said quadriceps,
2: and those are on your legs. <laughs> um, See? But fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'm I have big bulky
1: off. my what so the back of my so I have really it's
0: toddy muscle report
1: yeah the toddy muscle report is I have muscles on the back of my legs
0: it's your calves
1: my calves and sometimes because um, the rest of me isn't made of anything besides like glue and sandpaper yeah. um my calves sometimes do not this is legit sometimes do not fit in yeah uh, my uh, the, wa- the So the waist of my pants fits my waist, mm-hmm. but uh, due to the waist, the size of the waist, the pants are different, and sometimes my calves hurt mm-hmm. because it
2: smacks them. No, buying clothes, especially pants for me, is hard, jean mm-hmm. sizes. I mean, I played hockey, so I did a lot of leg stuff in the day. Yeah, Uh, I have like a medium waist and then like extra large thighs and then like large calves. Mm -hmm. So everything fits me like crinkle cut potato chips on my legs. (laughs) Um, It's bad. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. It's definitely hard to pull them off, but it's definitely harder to get them on. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah, isn't that the truth?
1: Well, I I mean, I think that's a a pretty cool item origin. I guess I'll 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 go ahead, Terry and Antonio, and swing the bat so they're both cut off white sweatshirts. So my surmise is they were both bought by the same person. And the same person was like, yo, I love this Tasmanian devil creature on the front. He's having fun. He likes to drink and party. I like to drink and party. Wow. It's the mid eighties. So, um, they're both cut off. So I think, uh, man's cut off the collar cut off the sleeves and rocked both of them to a lot of parties you know a lot to the beach and what's interesting about these is we found these um, same place but with like would you was like a week in between you would say so they're from the same hall but it's just busted up over a week um, so I think the just do me one that's more faded was his uh, either his favorite pick For fans of lewdness, Um, it was his favorite pick, and he didn't wear the other one much. And I think over time, the reason why they ended up at the Goodwill Outlet bins is because with vintage material, sure, it um, uh, accrues uh, value over time, but he just cut these up. They're all cut up. So I think finally he was just like... I've got a wife now. I can't be acting like a turd ball. And so then he donated them to the Goodwill outlets. And now we have them and we can act like turd balls in them. That's my item origin for the two white sweatshirts.
0: I'm going to build on top of these because I think, I think, um, am I good? Yeah, you're good. Okay, yeah, I'm going to build on top of these. I think there's some good, there's good material in both of these that I completely agree with. Terry. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Terry goes to the beach. Terry thinks he looks better than he does.
1: Fair. Mm-hmm.
0: Terry thinks he looks better than he does. I don't think he's a Republican. I think the last time he thought about politics was in the 80s when he saw Michael Dukakis in the tank and thought he looked gay. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: this is
0: way better ready.
1: <laughs> Terry. <laughs> <laughs> gay Michael Dukakis.
0: <laughs> Terry got married. Oh. Terry got married. A married Terry. <laughs> Terry got married. Mm-hmm. Terry's Terry's wife insisted that he put them away. It was a fight. Like any... it was a fight that lasted for months. I looking at Mario, Luigi, <laughs> <too much>. Yeah. <laughs> Terry had to put them away. He was wearing them to his child soccer games. Ooh.
1: For all the other dads, and all the other dads oh, were like, oh, very cool, very cool. Look at this guy. He's a cool cat.
0: I I <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. had to put them away. He had to put them away. Terry gets divorced. And hell yeah, brother, guess what? Terry's trauma. The bachelor fucking life is back. Terry is back. (laughs) Terry buys a boat.
1: Terry buys a current... (laughs) In current daytime, Terry buys a boat. Terry buys a
0: pontoon. (laughs) Terry buys a fucking boat. Terry gets wasted on his goddamn boat. Terry has a boating accident.
1: This is... (laughs) This is some alternate universe Terry coming up.
0: Terry, Terry dies. Terry's
1: dead at the end of this.
0: (laughs) Terry's Terry dies. Terry
1: dies at this. Terry dies. See, mine was kind of calm. Terry dies.
0: His daughter finds these.
1: Repulsed. Goes
0: fuck this shit.
1: (laughs) Repulsed. (laughs) fuck this shit my dad is repulsive
0: takes to the goodwill
1: (laughs) goes to the goodwill so
0: okay moves on with her life
1: that's a good item origin for these two cutoff sweatshirts with a tasmanian devil drunk on it michaela would you like to throw in your three cents
3: yeah, so I think these are two brothers who own these shirts, but not related I think yeah. they are. I think they are, no, think yeah. they are frat brothers. I yeah. think, personally, I think Jared and John from Phi Cap at Slippery Rock needed <laughs> <laughs> Rush Class of 84. They needed shirts Slippery to wear to a glow party. And Slippery Rock both, University. I don't think these were cutoffs the whole time. I think when they wore these two parties in 1984 at Phi Cap, I think that they were full sweatshirts. Oh, yeah. uh, All right. Fast forward uh-huh. about 15 years. Uh huh. Jared and John wanted to have a reunion and they went down to the Daytona 500 together. Uh huh. And they were like, we should match. You know, we should yeah. it. It would be fun. So they got there and they were like, fuck, it's hot here. So they cut that stuff at Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. They were bowling around, having fun, having a great reunion. However, they're getting a little older. They have a family and kids now. Um, I think John left his in Jared's RV. and um, said, <laughs> so take care of this. Yeah, My wife cannot see this. Exactly. And so Jared was like, all right, what should I do with these? I guess I'll just pitch them. Mm-hmm. It's fine. He calls... He calls John. He's like, "Can I get rid of this?" He says, "Yeah, that's fine." However, John's is much more worn out than Jared's. Yeah. is. Jared has only ever worn his to frat parties and the Daytona Five Hundred.
1: Wow. Well, <laughs> so just the big, the big just, meetings. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, Jared's rocking this all the time. He's rocking it every chance he gets. Family reunions, barbecues, check. Mm-hmm. I think he cut his way before John mm. did. So personally.
1: So what you could say is maybe he cut his. Uh, to fit that and so when uh, his boy shows up and he saw that he cut it off and he's just like it is summer it is I summer get, it's like,
3: hot at the Daytona 500 the sun is beaming down on you you want to show the guns you want to be like wife I still got it going on yeah wanted so, to show Charlene boof, boof, what's boof. happening yeah
1: so you cut it off and, and put that there where
3: I, one of them used scissors yeah while well, one of them just ripped a it that's steak why bone. the seems
1: <laughs> just, <laughs> a just like a steak Some bone
3: a meaty man
1: just cut it with a staple. I bone. think uh,
3: Jared cut his with his keys. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious. Jared's is worn out. Jared does not know how to use a laundry machine. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's fine. We forgive. But I think John and Jared from Phi Cap Cl- Rush Class 84 had a great time back in the day.
1: So those are all different origins. And I think there is probably truth and lies in every single one. But I think the combination of all four stories are the true backstory to these two Tasmanian Devil cut-off sweatshirts. So I think that was pretty cool. So um, we had a heck of a thrift haul. And why I say that is, so it's maybe not the most expensive things we've ever have on the show, but they were all drastically different and putting together an episode with drastically different things. You could say that sometimes... It could be a hard episode to produce, but when we have guest producers as Michaela today, I think we could put this together a lot easier.
3: Toddy, thank you for having me. I'm having so much fun.
1: Yeah, I'm having fun with you, so you could come back anytime Yay. and you could be on the show. Thank but, um, so, yeah, so Shane was here this week, Brickbody Shane hana from la hana pape from la comes t- the
2: cutest A-O. disposable toothbrush i saw it when i went to the bathroom yeah. hana do you have a do you have a disposable toothbrush it's biodegradable
0: yeah yeah. Very cute. yeah i was at the whole foods i needed a fucking toothbrush Hanna, I got the bamboo one.
1: You bought you bought a toothbrush. I bought Gold a ba- foods? Yeah, i was there. It's so nice. It nice.
0: was there. Yeah, it's, it's a bamboo toothbrush. You're saying it's bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: that. <laughs> and uh, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Commonwealth Press, uh Commonwealth Press, the softest shirts in America. I say that. They, they don't, don't say that. They don't say that. They Didn't tell me to say that. CWpress.com right now. If you order 50 t-shirts, you get an order of 12 t-shirts for free. You're going to use the promo code thrifty or thrifty podcast at CWpress.com. Get t-shirts today, and uh, yeah, uh, if you get t-shirts printed, and I know some folks have, and I've seen them, make sure to at them on social media, so you go like, hey everybody, it's Commonwealth Press, look at these cool t-shirts, thank God Commonwealth Press exists, right everybody? Okay, moving on. Also, a quick shout out to uh, Han and I's actual goddamn real life friend for a long time, uh, Steve Bears of Bluffs. Hell yeah. Bluffs.Bandcamp.com. All of their music is available at Bluffs.Bandcamp.com. Alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. Does anybody else have any shout outs before we go? Shane
2: is ready for a shout out. I was just going to say my favorite line from a bluff song before we leave. Sick. Directed at you, Toddy. Because <laughs> I love you. Because you look like a trash compactor. Thank you so much, Absolutely. Shane. Get roached. <laughs>
1: oh, no, you can't do that. HANA's up next.
2: <laughs> you can't be doing
1: that. Um, Hana, you haven't been on the show for quite some time, so no. I'll, be, I'll let you have the last word. Shout out? Yeah, you could shout out whatever you want. Did
2: hmm. you shut my mic off? I didn't shut your mic oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted his mic shut off, he gets it. It's fine. You know what I mean. So if you want it off, you could. You could. Uh, yeah, it's off now. So you're going to be going on to New York and also at uh, one of the Carolinas. Probably the better of the two. Yeah, South. Mm-hmm. Is
0: South the better one?
1: I would. I would argue South is the better one. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So how long are you going to be spending in New York?
0: In New York City, I'll be spending three entire days.
1: Ooh. Yes. Any any big plans?
0: Uh, uh, I'm gonna eat eat a bagel.
1: Ooh, eggs maybe?
0: A pff, a pff, am I gonna eat eggs?
1: <laughs> Dumb question. Am I gonna eat eggs? Dumb. We we're over
0: this the last the last time, right? I guess we can we can reprise it. Yeah. But Todd, what are my what are my defining characteristics?
1: you def- you as a person? Yes. Um,
0: what do I love to do? Eat eggs. Yes. Sleep. Yes. Whale. Scream. Yeah. According to Todd, I love to eat eggs and to yell and scream.
1: That's that's pretty much Anna. That's pretty much (laughs) the defining characteristics. And for everybody else,
2: get rich.